Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The moment I started seeing drastic changes in my trading career was the same moment that I stopped caring as much about what other people said and told me were important and started discovering what I really felt was important about the markets. Once I did that, I was really able to kind of build off of a centered and trusted philosophy and really go on to develop myself into becoming a consistently profitable trader. Speaking of which, if you need help with doing so, visit www.tier1trading.com. There's lots of help over there, coaches, mentor, and a great community. Again, www.tier1trading.com. The key of trading, right, is that we always talk about this when you're going through the courses, right? You got to you know, the, the first time through the training courses, it's all about learning, being open-minded, being having the ability to grow and, and be curious and, and, and be creative. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to figure out what your trading philosophy is. You're trying to figure out, hey, how do I view the market? What is important to me? And different things are going to be are going to have different levels of importance to different people. Some may really flock the structure. Some may really flock to a certain indicator. You know, some may flock to this, some may flock to that. And it, it's really about kind of finding out what is that centerpiece. And, and when you become a trader, you need to have a strong centerpiece. Think about this as like the, the Earth's core, right? This is what heats the planet and all that fun stuff. Um, it's also what's going to destroy the planet. But it's what heats the planet, right? The Earth's, Earth's core is your, your centerpiece of your trading. And then everything else that you do in your trading grows out of that core but you never lose kind of that centerpiece so for me structure you know and it didn't start off like this i was all over the place i tried and failed and experimented with a lot of things before i i found something that i very i really trusted and the the, the big change that i made was when i first started trading and even learning how to trade i was solely focused on Finding the answer and finding the thing that would make me money. I don't know if you guys have ever been there or if you're there right now or you start there, but I, I only cared about what's going to make me money, right? I didn't care anything about learning how to trade, learning the market, philosophies like strategy, right? Ooh, this strategy, can it make me money? Even when I'm testing, I wasn't curious about adding stuff or, or any of the stuff we talked about in the Monday Q&A, right? Just how can I make money? How can I make money? How can I make money? And because of that, I really, I really didn't have any trust in what I was doing because I didn't really believe or didn't even take the chance to consider believing what I was doing. I just wanted money. And I didn't really develop a philosophy until I took a step back until, you know, I had that thing where I was realizing like, hey, I'm losing and I keep losing and I'm, I'm failing at all these relationships and trading and it's probably not them, it's me. Um, and really... I got to the point where I had given up on trading. I didn't think I was going to be successful. And I just decided like, hey, I'm just going to learn it for the hell of it. Right? I'm just going to learn it for the hell of it. Like, I'm not going to be successful. This isn't going to work, right? Because it hasn't worked for a year, a year and a half. I'm just going to like focus on just like learning because I, I do love the markets. I do enjoy the markets. So I'm like, hey, I'm just going to not think about the money 
and I'm just going to kind of learn how to trade. And I went back to like the very basics and just like enjoyed it. It's funny. I just went back to the very basics and had fun. It's very similar to, you know, I was talking to my neighbor the other day about um, athletes that are, uh, or I was talking to my neighbor about, you know, his kid is three, right? And his kid's starting to play soccer. And so he's going through the experience now where he's seeing all these like, these overly coaching parents where it's like, this kid's three, right? They don't know. They, they just want to kick a ball. That's all three-year-olds want to do. But you got these parents out there yelling, oh, do this, oh, do that, do that, do that, do that. And like they're, they're ruining the fun for these kids. Like they're three years old. Like have fun. Even my oldest, who is seven now, he's playing on a travel team and they're playing like competitive games. The point is like it's a little bit more learning involved. But the point is to have fun, right? You don't want to take the fun out of it because as soon as the fun is taken out of it, they're going to stop enjoying it. When they stop enjoying it, they're going to stop being creative and, and stop learning, right? Not to get too deep into the coaching, but that's one of the problems with American soccer is that American soccer at a young age, they don't teach creativity enough, right? They teach you to be robots. And that's one of the reasons our, our national team is so predictable, where in other countries, a lot of people grow up playing soccer on the street, right? Street ball, where you're just kind of, hey, you're doing fancy moves and you're working on touches and there's no coaches there. You're just having fun. And when you have fun, that's where you, you may not know it at the time. That's when you learn the foundational elements of the game, where you're having fun and being creative and you learn that, oh, I can do this. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, I can. And you try and fail, right? My kid's got a great coach where my kid tried this, this move and it failed, right? The ball got taken from him. And immediately I'm like, oh, he's going to get yelled at. Like, coach is going to tear him apart. Like, why would you do that? That was a dumb pass, blah, blah, blah. And again, we have a good coach. He was the exact opposite. He's like, hey, good try. Way to be creative. And my kid saw that. And now he's not afraid to be creative again. And as he gets more skilled, maybe it'll work. Or maybe he'll find an alternative, right? So it kind of became like that for me with trading, where once I was out of like, the pressure mode of like, I need to be good. I need to make money because I quit my three jobs. And if I don't become a professional trader in a year, I got to go back to cleaning toilets. Um, once I kind of gave up and just started having fun in the market, I started learning so much more, right? I don't know if you guys can relate. I started learning so much more once I kind of just like played in the sandbox. And this is exactly what we talked about in the Monday Q&A where it's like, I just went to random charts in random places and just had fun with price action. I didn't back test. I wasn't looking for profits. I just enjoyed reading candles. And the funniest thing happened. As I took time to just play around the sandbox and look at candles and throw on this and throw on that, I started learning stuff. And then to give myself some credit, I was smart enough to start taking notes. Hmm. Whenever I see this, this tends to happen. I'll put that aside for later. Ah, but when I see that, this tends to happen. And I started learning more and more and more. And there was one thing that really stood out for me was that everything I was seeing revolved around support and resistance. Like before I was dead set on like fibs and moving average and pivot points. Everything result revolved around support and resistance. So once I learned that, I decided like, hey, this is going to be the centerpiece. I didn't decide. It kind of just naturally happened. This is going to be the centerpiece of my trading. And from that moment on, everything I added to my trading it all stems off of support and resistance somehow, um, which is which is pretty cool. So again, it doesn't have to be support and resistance for you. It could be anything. It could be a pivot point. It could be Fibonacci. It could be a stochastics cross, a moving average, you know, whatever you want. But it's important to have 
that thing that matters the most because that's going to center you no matter what you're doing you're going to have trust in what you're doing because that thing that you require that thing that you believe in is present in the opportunity and that does wonders for your confidence hope you guys enjoyed the podcast as always support the show by subscribing or following or whatever you have to do on whatever podcast app you're listening on if you're watching this on youtube hit that like button make sure you subscribe to the channel and do me a favor share this with a friend so if you're on social media and you like an episode give it a share that way we can have more people tuning in we can have more great questions and we can put out more quality episodes of the trading coach podcast